Oh my god. Oh my god, guys. Oh my god. I'm so excited right now. God. <laughs> I am so happy. Oh, I mean, this is a bad start. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I sound like a bad person now. I mean, I'm not happy about the pandemic, epi, epi-pandemic, whatever, epidemic, Pam. I'm, <laughs> I'm at a loss for words. Uh, the coronavirus is, is all in the news as, <laughs> that's not what this podcast is about. But I'm just, I'm just pumped up right now. I'm just ready to, I'm ready to talk. I mean, it's been, it's been a while, folks. I'm, I mean, I'm sorry to leave y'all hanging. (laughs) Is that the, the lingo? Sorry to leave you hanging, as the kids say. But it's been like a month. But there's just been so much crazy stuff going on recently. I feel like I just, I gotta start talking. I gotta start, I just did a few Instagram stories at Chris Arneson 8. But, and then that just got me all fired up. And I was like, I gotta fire up a podcast right now. So just a few minutes later, I went to the bathroom saw that my my urine was little <laughs> little oh god that was a bad oh god bad burp right there i've been eating too much taco bell yeah um I'm just a little dehydrated right now <laughs> uh, if you can't tell I, my brain's a little jumbled i'm going to flip over my pillow to the non fuzzy side my phone's plugged in, charging right now, plugged into my, what do you call this thing? What is this, like a, it's like an outlet tree, you know, like those, it's like an outlet branch, an outlet log, you know what I'm talking about, like one of those power pack thingies, I'm going to start calling those outlet trees, I need to drink some water, I need to grab some water, some water. Oh, oh, man, my room is so small that <laughs> I just left my phone plugged in and just stood up and just reached to the other side of the room. <laughs> I didn't even have to move. I just stood up out of bed and just reached to the other wall of my room. Get some water. Let me get some water. Oh, God. I just, <laughs> I'm such a mess right now. Oh my gosh. I I think it's just cuz I I just ate a bunch of bagel bites. And just bagel bites are not brain food. <laughs> I do I don't think bagel bites are brain food. That's my two cents right there. But speaking of bagel bites, so I went to Walmart. Get some water. I get some get some water. Um, I went to Walmart on Friday and yeah, there's no toilet paper there. Good thing. Speaking of, I th- it feels like I have a hair in my mouth right now. 
I was trying to pick a God, that's gross. That's a, such a gross feeling when you it's like you have a hair in your mouth. But I got like a big a bunch of napkins. I have like 50 napkins <laughs> that I got from Taco Bell. So see, I bring it all around. You guys you didn't think I was going to bring it back around full circle. But just just when you least expect it. That's how. See, if if this is your first episode of A Star's Born, I would recommend going back to the very first episode, the Will Ferrell episode, which is over a year ago now. I can't believe it. I I can't even believe it. I always start crying. <laughs> Seriously, I might start crying. Um, God, I was crying last, I was crying up a storm last night, watching Glee season one. <laughs> That's what I do during my quarantine is... I binge watch old shows from God Glee season ones. That's like, that's an example of a show being at its peak in the first season. Like you know how some shows like Seinfeld wasn't that good the first season really, or like The Simpsons wasn't that good the first season, but some shows are the best. First season. I don't know. I think Glee is probably first seasons. I don't, I'll, I'll see. I'll <laughs> I'll let you guys know. I'll update you. Update you. Because I'm on... I've watched, what, 14. The first 14 episodes. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm doing during the quarantine. But, oh, speaking of which, I've... God, the coronavirus really shook up my plans. Because remember last month? Remember last time I spoke to you guys? Uh, Back in February. Back in the beginning of February. I was talking about going to... Going back home. Back to Cali. No, not back to Cali though. Um, Back to... Bothell, back to Seattle, Washington, Washington, I love how it's like, that's like a generational, you know how there's like generational accents, like there's regional accents, but then there's generational accents too, like never really thought about that, but, oh, oh, I got the hair, I got the hair out of my mouth, <laughs> I think it was like a giant eyelash, might have been an eyelash, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like a generational accent. Washington. Corn, corn pewter. <laughs> Instead of computer, they say corn pewter. Um, no, that, that might be an Iowa thing. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh my God, I'm on fire right now. What am I even talking about right now? Oh yeah, so I was going to go back to home... Western Washington to do the Easter Bunny, and I was gonna do that. I was all playing. I had a flight home March twenty fifth. Right now it's the fifteenth, so that was ten days from now. But that got canceled. It all got canceled because the old as that the Rona, as as the kids say, the Rona. That Rona got me. <laughs> No, I mean, I didn't, I, I didn't get the Rona, but 
the the Easter Bunny got nixed. That's a cool phrase. Like that's a cool turn of phrase. It got it got the it got nixed. Got the old snipperoo. No Easter Bunny this year. I know. I just couldn't believe it. I was like, God, man. Oh well. I guess it's like it's a little bit less effort for me now, because now I just don't go home. I don't have to fly home, and then I would have had to. I had like, I would have had to do public transportation. That would have been a hassle. Having to take the bus around and then maybe do an Uber. Every Uber so expensive too. Expensive, but um, so expensive. But what was I? So I was talking about going to Walmart on Friday. Yeah. So now I'm not doing the East Bank. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But uh, <laughs> so I was talking about. Oh yeah, I went to Walmart on Friday. Today's Sunday. So two days ago. Um, and just, yeah, there's no toilet paper. Luckily, I have all those napkins from Taco Bell. And I have like. I have like a th- two thirds, two thirds to three quarters full roll, one roll of toilet paper left. So hopefully make that last. I'll just, I'm just keeping it for myself though. Like I, I think some, I don't know. I, I feel like some of my roommates might've, I think they might've gone back home cause like all the school, cause their school got canceled all the colleges closed. All the schools closed. So, it's crazy. There's no sports. All the sports got closed. <laughs> it's like, this is like the most... Just, I know everyone's been talking about it non-stop for... Since Thursday, really. Like, Thursday was is when it got amped up. That's when the Easter Bunny got canceled on Thursday. And the NBA got canceled. <laughs> and March Madness got canceled. It's just so crazy. I, I wonder how long Major League Baseball... I wonder how long their season's going to get postponed. Postponed. It's, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens in the world in the next month or so. We'll see. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be a real survival of the fittest. Cause <laughs> it's just it's it stinks for like a lot of people. Like, I mean, I understand because I'm missing out on like people are like missing out on like work. Like they can't go to work. Like I can't. I couldn't go to the Easter Bunny. I would have made that money. So I'm missing out on all that, and then. Yeah, I don't central cast. I don't know if central castings. They might be like slowing down on their booking, cause. Got my. I'm getting like my mouth is getting all. I need to drink some water. Oh, that's good water. That's some good water. Oh, I'm like leaning weirdly on my elbow. I need to just sit, just sit and lean here. Um. Yeah, I think. I think all the TV shows are like pretty much I'm trying to get my my outlet tree situated here. 
How how charged am I? Seventy five percent. All right, I'm gonna unchar uncharge it, unplug it. That's too much of a hassle. Seventy five percent. I'm on. I don't, I'm probably talking too loud right now. Sorry if I'm too loud. I'm off my game, off my podcast game. <laughs> yeah, I always keep on low power. Oh, now I'm more comfy. So much more comfy without the without the short cord. I got that short cord. I got that showed cord. <laughs> uh, my cords that freaking showed. Um, I bet you never heard that. I wonder if I might be the first person to ever say that sentence. I got that chord show. <laughs> that sounds like a weird porn category. It's like a like it's like a robots electronics category of porn. <laughs> oh my god. I can I'm so off track right now. I came I'm burping up. I got the bagel bite burps. Oh god. <laughs> Oh my god. This is fun. I'm having fun already though. Uh what was I even talking about? I'm I need to backtrack. I was talking about the Rona. <laughs> uh what was I saying? I was talking about Walmart. Oh, there's nothing at Walmart. They got a bunch of empty shelves. Bunch of empty shelves. I gotta check Costco. I'll have to go check out Costco. Oh yeah, I was saying how central casting is probably. I think I bet TV shows are probably uh, delaying filming a lot right now, just like everything else. Everyone's uh, what are they calling it? Social distancing, self isolating, quarantining. Qua- Quarantining, quarantine. I did a tweet today that just said Quentin Quarantino. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Instead of Quentin Tarantino, Quentin Quarantino. God, I have I have like the cold sweats right now. I don't I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's because I'm so dehydrated. I need to drink some more water. I'm gonna have to go to the bathroom, but that's okay. As long as my urine is not... Hey, why does your, urine makes it sound so much grosser than pee? You ever think... I wonder if that was a loud swallow. I wonder if you guys heard that swallow. You, guys, you ever think about that? How, like, urine just makes it sound disgusting. But just say pee. Like, pee is just, like... Makes it sound like a little, a little vegetable. A little rabbit pellet. <laughs> a little green rabbit pellet. You know what I'm talking about? You are, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh my god, I'm cracking myself up. What's What's been going on? I, I'm trying to think if like, there's anything interesting. The only thing interesting that I can think of that's been going on lately is that the Easter Bunny got cancelled. That's just that was just so insane. I couldn't even believe it. I mean, but right when the tipping point for me, just because I'm such a big sports fan, like some people just might not even 
It might not even register for them because they just don't care about sports. Like, you know how some people, like, don't even know who, like, Tiger Woods is? Or, like, Lance Armstrong? Or <laughs> like, Tom Brady? Like, I think Tom Brady's, like, a bowler or something. Um, yeah, some people don't care about sports. But the thing for me, the tipping point for me to steal, not steal, but to use a Malcolm Gladwell term. I love Malcolm Gladwell. Definitely, I definitely recommend reading Malcolm Gladwell books. Um, I'll have to talk about reading because I've been reading a lot lately. Right now I'm reading David Sedaris's book, Dress Your Family in Corduroy and Denim. Denim, denim, denim. David Sedaris is one of my favorite authors. I like David Sedaris. Um, but yeah, another one of my favorite authors, Malcolm Gladwell. God, I just keep getting off track. <laughs> I just feel like the train has left the station. <laughs> can you guys could like, you can probably feel me just like walking away from like, all right, what was that? All right, so um, the tipping point. Speaking of Malcolm Gladwell, tipping point for me with the, the Rona was when I saw that the NBA canceled the rest of the season. Or, you know what I mean. Like, the NBA... Yeah, pretty much... That's what they did. The the NBA canceled the season. And, um... That's when I was like... Yeah, we're probably... I'm not gonna... It's just a matter of time. That was, like, Thursday morning. And then, a few hours later... My boss hit me up, told me the Easter Bunny got nixed. It's it's no more for 2020. Easter Bunny 2020 is a no-go. It's a no-go. But um, I guess it, yeah, like, like anything, like you can't control it, you know? It's like, I can't get, I have like no emotions. I mean, not no, <laughs> yeah, I pretty much like, I'm not, like, mad about it or anything. I'm just, like... I got, like, a little... I was, like, ah, oh, dang. Dang. I'm, like... God, I got, like, that cold... I got them cold shiver... Because it's, like... It's not warm today. It's only... It might not even be 60 degrees right now. And I got... I just splashed some water in my nose. Some water. Um... Maybe that's why I'm feeling so weird because I got like shorts and a t-shirt on right now and it's like under 60 degrees. And I got the window open. So it's kind of chilly. But uh, just to let you guys know what's going on with me right now. <laughs> Maybe we'll just... Here, here's what we're going to do. There we go. That'll, that'll warm it up a little bit. I just pushed the window shut a little bit. Uh, What was I talking about though? What was I saying? Man, now I want to put a sweatshirt on. I'm all chilly. Yeah, I'm going to put this. <laughs> I just, this is like so inside bed. <laughs> I wonder if, what if like, that'd be so funny. All right, here we go. I wonder if you can, you can probably still hear me. Of course. Um, That'd be so funny if like Howard Stern or like, like other, like Adam Carolla is like, you know what I'm saying? Like other, God. 
having trouble putting my REI, my fleece. I just fleeced up right now. God, I was so inside baseball, though. <laughs> inside baseball, like, on life, you know? You know what I'm saying, dude? You know what I'm saying? I gotta zip this thing up. I gotta get... I gotta get all... Oh, there we go. There you go. I'm the guy who always... I like to zip up my fleece all the way. Zipped up to my chin. And then... I like to hide under it. Like when I get cold, like I'll put my mouth under my... You know, I'll just pull up my fleece over my mouth, you know? And then... <laughs> it's like I'm a catcher. Like a catcher talking to a pitcher. You know how like they cover they cover their mouth? Like people are gonna read my lips. Other the other team's gonna the Houston Astros are gonna read my lips right now. <laughs> uh good times. What was I what what do we so what's the point of this episode? <laughs> you might if this is your first time listening to me, you might be like, What what did what are you doing? What's the what's the point? So here we go. I don't know what what I was talking about before, but I'm just gonna get into. I feel like that was a pretty good intro for like what's been going on with stuff. No, I do not want to get the IMDb app. Does anyone, man? Does anyone actually have the IMDb app? I feel like it's not that big of a hassle just to go on imdb.com but speaking of imdb.com I have the they're like the highest the best disease movies because I figured I wanted to be uh, on on fleek on fleek today you know not on but on topic as well so um, yeah so on on par, on par with the, I was gonna call it the Perona. <laughs> the per, that sounds like a, like a a a beautiful dog, a beautiful dog name, Perona. Like a border collie. This is my border collie. Her name is Perona. <laughs> That's a nice name for a dog. I might. Or or kitty cat, Perona. It's a beautiful name. Or stripper. <laughs> that would be a nice. That's a nice stripper name, Perona. That's it's just a beautiful name. I just like it. But um. <laughs> All right. So I have the top disease movies right here. Wow, I'm at seventy four percent. I've only gone down one percent. Since I unplugged the phone. That's not bad. So here we go. This is the number one. I wonder if this is rated. Like how did they rate these movies? I've never even heard of this movie. When did it come out? I don't know. 1995. March 10th, 1995. I was one. What if I... What if I watched this movie? What if this was the first movie I ever, my parents ever showed me called Outbreak featuring Dustin Hoffman, Dusty Hoff, 127 minutes, long movie, over two hours, action, drama, thriller, 
rated R. Army doctors struggled to find a cure for a deadly virus spreading throughout a California town that was brought to America by an African monkey. Wait, is am I am I incorrect? Isn't that <laughs> is it just a myth that that's how AIDS started? You know, I'm, am I the only one who am I the only one who um yeah. That's how that's how AIDS started. It came from monkeys, right? Am I right? Or am I wrong? <laughs> how did AIDS start? Uh where did AIDS come from? Scientists have traced the origin of HIV back to chimpanzees and simian immunodeficiency virus SIV an HIV like virus that attacks the immune system of monkeys and apes. In nineteen ninety nine Researchers identified a strain of chimpanzee SIV called SIV CPZ. Sounds like a gamer tag. <laughs> Which was nearly identical to HIV. That's according to history.com. Man, I'm I feel much better about reading out loud. I can already tell that I'm better at reading out loud than I was last time we did this. And I think that's because I've been reading so much. That's what I said I was going to talk about. I've already read four books this year. I've read... What did I read? I read Jenna Fisher's book, The Actor's Life. It's a good one. I read Pete Holmes' book. What's it called? Sex, God, Real Comedy or something. Oh, what's it called? I have to stand up now. I'm standing up. Com- Comedy Sex God. That's what it's called. Comedy Sex God. Uh, I read Michael Rappaport's book. Oh, I'm not even going to stand up again to look at this. <laughs> it's, it's just, I can't remember what the, what was it? I will stand up. I'm standing up. What is it? It's Michael Rappaport. This book has balls. That's right. That's what it was. And then, and then I read uh, Marie Kondo Spark Joy. That's that's um. I don't know how I don't know how I feel about them. <laughs> the Marie Kondo book. Like I was like after I got done with it, like it just it felt like a lot of unnecessary. It could it could have been condensed into like a New Yorker article. It seems like, I don't know, like, I don't want to be critical, but she's, she's really popular though and successful. She has a Netflix show. I read her first book. Like I enjoyed her first book, but this one, it was like, this one was very like repetitive and there's lots of pictures and it was like, it was just very, I don't know. (laughs) It was it was just told you where to put your everything. It's like you got to put put your peanut butter in the cupboard. I just said that because I looked at I got the big jar of peanut butter sitting on the ground. <laughs> That's what my room looks like. I just got a jar of peanut butter over there, four pounds, probably half full. Is your 
jar of peanut butter. I look at the jar of peanut butter as half full instead of half empty. So, you know. Um, yeah, I like the books. If I, all right, here, here's a fun exercise. I'm going to rank them. And I like, I'll rank them as to favorite book. Uh, right now, and then right now I'm reading that David Sedaris book. So out of those four, though, out of the four that I read, I'm going to go, God, this is tough. I think I'm going to go Pete Holmes's book number one, then Rappaport, then Jenna Fisher, then Marie Kondo. It was a tough decision between Pete Holmes and Michael Rappaport, but... Cause I like both both those guys are like two of my favorite comedians. But I would I'd consider Michael Rappaport more of an actor, but he's also a comedian though, and a podcaster. And like Instagram, Michael Rappaport's just prolific on Instagram. Like every single day he does he does like Instagram live like every single day. Like I was just watching it today. He did like three guy, he's he's so funny. He he has so much corona content. That's what I keep sniffling. Uh, that's why I call I called it the you know how it, like you make uh folders for your stories on your profile. I called it corona con- corona content for myself. But Michael Rappaport's just putting out an obscene amount of corona content. And I'm just this is corona content right now what you're listening to. <laughs> That's I'm I think I'm gonna call it the Corona Cast. Corona Cast number one. Yeah, that'll be a good name. Cause we had the garage cast in the beginning of February. But right now I'm just I'm not in the garage. That'd be weird if I was just standing in the garage right now. <laughs> it's only interesting if you're in the garage if it's like 6.30 in the morning. It's got to be like early morning. Because then once it's in the day, then it's like one of my roommates might just open the garage because they want to do laundry. You know? <laughs> but I th- like like I said, though, I think I have a feeling that... God, I got... What do I have? I have like six roommates. I think... Like four of them are gone, probably. Like four of them probably went home because they all live in California. 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 So, and they they don't have school. Like they literally don't have school for the next, probably for the rest of the, I was going to say semester. I don't know if they're on, they might be on quarters though. I don't know if they're on quarters or semester, but either way, they're probably, either way, they're probably done. They probably just didn't cancel school for the rest of the, the rest. Of, I don't know. It doesn't matter to me though. I'm not, cause I'm not a student anymore. I'm no longer a student. <laughs> I already went to school for like eighteen years or whatever. I don't know how many. Cause I was like, cause I was doing the math. I went like twelve grades, and then I went to four years of college. And then I went back to college for a year and a half. So that's like 17 and a half years right there. 
But anywho, <laughs> anywho, let's get back to the let's get back to the movies. So outbreak. I've never seen outbreak. Doesn't doesn't sound. I don't understand how they have it ranked number one on this list. The number two movie. I don't think I've seen this one either. But I've definitely heard of it. Contagion. Contagion. Matt Damon and Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth of Goop. Goop is always in the news. And her kid is named Apple. (laughs) That's what you know about Gwyneth Paltrow. Goop and Apple. Goop. That sounds like what you would call like applesauce. It could be just apple goop. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, I, don't, I don't have to do. It's weird. I don't know why I do that. It's like I don't have to do like an awkward, weird laugh because like it's just like I'm the only person here. Like it's not like I would only like I'm acting like you're like like a stand-up audience like I'm treating <laughs> like I'm, I'm treating it like it's like a like a like a stand-up audience because then because then it does get kind of funny when there's like a silence and you like you want to like make a laugh or something make a laugh I love that phrase I sound like <laughs> I sound like English is my second language when I said that you know when you like make a laugh or something I want to make a laugh Make a laugh. I just got distracted by the time. Because I think I'm going to... Oh, I got to pull my sleeves up. Got to hike my bootstraps up. All right. You know what time it is right now. It's a very special time. It's a very special time. (laughs) I wonder if you can guess what time it is right now. I'm just going to do this mid-podcast, so... It's 4.20 right now. Sorry for the delay there. I was busy doing something. Oh my goodness. Do you guys a video podcast? I like not doing a video podcast, so it's kinda it's kinda fun to sometimes like it could be fun to listen to video podcasts. But to me, that's just more like To me, it's just, that's more like watching a TV show. Like, it's, I consider it just like the Joe Rogan show, kind of. Because I, cause I watch it on my TV. Because I don't listen. Guess what I consider the video podcasts I watch on my TV? They're basically TV shows, you know. So, like, and then, then you got like radio podcasts. Radio that you listen to. So, those are kind of fun to, you can just imagine. It's like, wonder what's that, what's going on over there? <laughs> what's that look like? Uh, contagion. <laughs> Back to, <laughs> that was a good segue. Back to Contagion. Um, Let's see. What do we got for Contagion? Healthcare professionals government officials and everyday people find themselves in the midst of a worldwide epidemic as the CDC works to find a cure. That sounds kind of similar to what's going on right now. 
I've heard this movie. Oh, this is a Steven Soderbergh. I like it when people just, they don't say it's like a Steven Soderbergh movie. They just say it's a Steven Soderbergh. You guys want to go watch that Steven Soderbergh? <laughs> That's a fun name to say, too. Uh, Alright, next one. Ranked number three. This is, alright, the first one I've seen here. 2007. I Am Legend. This was a pretty, it's a pretty good movie. It's not great. 101 Minutes, PG-13, Adventure, Drama, Sci-Fi. Years after a plague kills most of humanity and transforms the rest into monsters, the sole survivor in New York City struggles valiantly to find a cure in this post-apocalyptic action thriller. Action and thriller were not one of the three genres. It's an adventure drama sci-fi. It's not an action thriller. <laughs> uh, Will Smith, of course. Of course. This was... The one thing I remember being really good about that one is when he talks to the mannequins. The mannequin scene is insane. That's when you're like, okay, Will Smith. I see you, Will Smith. This one's good, too. I've, I've seen this movie. The number four movie, The Crazies, 2010. After a strange and insecure plane crash, an unusual toxic virus enters a quaint farming town. A young couple are quarantined. Hey, quarantine. But they fight for survival along with help from a couple of people. <laughs> That's so vague. That's such a vague finish right there. Along with the help from a couple of people <laughs> from from a couple of people that who wrote that that's so that's so funny along oh my gosh that's hilarious oh timothy oliphant this is a timothy oliphant i want to go to the zoo and see the timothy oliphants <laughs> okay no <laughs> I'm just cracking myself up over here, baby. Okay. I, it's a nice day out. Dang. It's been rainy the past week or so. We got some blue skies up. Not that I'm like, I'm inside right now, but I'm looking out. I, I got a nice window bay. Speaking of which, the next movie is The Bay. See, that's how you do a segue right there. That was an amazing... Did you guys hear that? Did you? <laughs> oh my god. I, got, I bet you guys can't even believe how smooth... God, I was talking about the weather. Oh, that was so smooth right there. That segue. Ooh. That'd be funny. <laughs> that'd be funny if like on the news... If, like, a news anchor did, like, a really nice segue to throw it to, like, the sports guy. But then he just kept talking about how good a segue was just on the news. Like, when it comes back to him, he's like, did you hear that segue? Did you hear that segue? I, oh, I heard a fun fact. <laughs> I guess <laughs> this it's not really, I guess, 
most people wouldn't really describe this as like a fun fact, but um, I think I'm remembering this correctly. The inventor of the Segway died on a Segway. I'm pretty sure, like you, you know, like the 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 Paul Blart mall cop vehicle. Um, isn't that a crazy fun fact? All right, the bay. <laughs> Chaos breaks out in a small Maryland town after an ecological disaster occurs. A small Maryland town. I wonder if it's on the eastern shore. I don't know why. I'm just. I was looking at Maryland's on. What is it? Is it Google Maps or Apple Maps? Which one's the one on your, on your iPhone? It's Apple Maps, right? All right. Wait, is the Bay? Is that one directed by Michael Bay? <laughs> Am I just tripping over here? What if? Oh, that'd be so funny. Okay, no, it's Barry Levinson. Wait, didn't Barry Levinson do a 30 for 30? I think he did. He he did. Yeah, he totally did a 30 for 30. He did the one about... I'm looking at his IMDb right now. I wonder if that 30 for 30 would be on his IMDb. Let's see. Uh, 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 30 for 30. How come it doesn't, it doesn't even say the name of... Oh, my gosh. Oh, I remember the one that he did. He did the one about the... The Colts. The... What is it? The Baltimore Colts? Yeah, Baltimore Colts went to... They moved to Indianapolis in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night, they left. Because this guy's from... Yeah, he's from Baltimore. That's why this movie's set in Maryland. All right, it's all coming together now. I just I wish Michael Bay had directed a movie called The Bay. Would that be fun? All right, number six. Another movie I've seen. So this is I'm three for six right now with movies I've seen. I keep touching my face. I know I haven't. What? What? It doesn't matter. I I took a shower today. I took a shower. I haven't done any. I haven't gone anywhere today. I haven't done anything. I've been a good a good quarantine boy. <laughs> I've been a good quarantine boy. <laughs> Seriously though, like I don't understand what cuz I've been going to the gym. I like yesterday I was at the gym. Maybe I'll go again tomorrow. Maybe I'll roll the dice. I don't know. The gym seems like a, a crazy place to go. Mom, eh, I'd probably be all right. We'll see. <laughs> I I'm going to have to go to the Walmart again probably. Yeah, I'm sure I'll have to go to Walmart again soon. I, oh, God. There's not going to be anything there. I'm just interested in going just to see what's there. Just to see what, what remains at Walmart. What's left of the remains. The Walmart remains. The, the Walmart ruins. <laughs> it's like It's like Pompeii. Hey, hey, Walmart wasn't built in a day. What if that was the saying? You just tell that to your son. Walmart wasn't built in a day. <laughs> All right. I don't know what I'm even 
I just I I I started just daydreaming <laughs> in the middle of the podcast. Just I don't know what I was even doing right there. This is good Corona content. All right, so two thousand two, Cabin Fever, Cabin. This is a good movie. I love this movie. This is my favorite of uh, for sure of the three. I love I love a good cabin movie. Like Cabin in the Woods. Ooh, I keep twiddling I keep twinkling my fingers. When I see if this were on video, I would, you guys would see me twinkling my fingers as I'm apparently talking about cabin movies makes me twinkle twinkle my fingers. <laughs> Gives me like I don't know, it's such a funny thing. Uh all right, so Cabin Fever. 93 minutes, rated R. It's a whore. Like, why do, if they're, they're giving you three options, like, they're like, tell us three genres that this one is. And then they only used one of those options. They just say it's a whore. Like, this, come on. You don't want to, that's like, that's like not using all your timeouts at the end of the game. Come on now. Like, use all your timeouts. Use all three timeouts. They don't, they don't carry over to next week. All right. So <laughs> five college graduates rent a cabin in the woods. Hey, speaking of cabin in the woods, that's kind of, that's like a tricky, it's like a mind trick. I wonder if like the director of cabin in the woods wrote this synopsis. Like that's like a, that's like a psychological trick that they're doing. They're trying to trick you into watching Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> All right, so five college graduates rent a cabin in the woods and begin to fall victim to a horrifying flesh-eating virus. Go watch Cabin in the Woods right now, which attracts... <laughs> what if it just said that? <laughs> which attracts the unwanted attention of the homicidal locals. Yeah, this is a really good movie. I definitely recommend Cabin Fever. All right, number seven, 2016, viral, 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 viral. I've never heard of this movie. 85 minutes, raid R, drama, horror, sci-fi. See, viral, they used all three of their genres. They used all their timeouts. Ain't no Andy Reid up in here. I wonder, you can't really use Andy Reid as an example of like a a bad coach anymore since he's the defending Super Bowl champion. Like he used to be a, a go-to for bad clock management, whatnot. People always give Andy Reid a ton of flack, but not anymore though. Super Bowl champ. All right, so viral, viral. Following the outbreak of a virus that wipes out the majority of the human population, a young woman documents her family's new life in quarantine and tries to protect her infected sister. Uh, 2013, contracted, not rated, 84 minutes, drama horror thriller. After being drugged and raped at a party, a young woman contracts what she thinks is an STD, but it's actually something much worse. Man. 
It's a rough. Eric England directed. Eric England. I've never. I'm looking at his IMDb. Known for. Josie? What's Josie? Josie and the Pussycats? <laughs> Is that something? <laughs> am, I, am I tripping? Uh, 100 Minutes Drama Thriller Josie. Hank, a solitary man living a dull existence in a sleepy southern town, raises eyebrows when he develops a questionable relationship with Josie, a recently transplanted high school student. Oh, snap. Wonder what, wonder what year this is set in. Fits fits modern times, and just that reminds me of um, Days and Confuse. Just Matthew McConaughey's character in Days and Confuse. You know what I love about <laughs> you keep getting older and they stay the same age. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, Eric England's. Let's get out of there. Let's get out. Oh, look at number nine. Number nine is contracted phase two. Let's see what. Let's see what. Uh, Riley searches for a cure to the virus that took over Samantha before it consumes him and the entire world. Okay. Hey, Eric England didn't direct this one. He let his he let his baby go. Josh Forbes. On the Forbes list. This one's on the Forbes list. I haven't heard of I'm just scrolling through these. I haven't heard of a lot of these. <laughs> Is that Alright. Let's see what's next. That's okay. The Andrew, I'm, like, I'm making it all like sad now. <laughs> I'm underselling this podcast a lot now. Um, the Andrew made a strain. Oh, it's a miniseries. A crack team of top scientists work feverishly in a secret state-of-the-art laboratory to discover what has killed the citizens of a small town and learn how this deadly contagion can be stopped. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Looks like it only went four episodes. Was this like a British show? Like all British shows only go like 12 episodes tops. So it's so ridiculous. (laughs) They're like, this is like a, this is like one of our best shows ever. And it's like 11 episodes. Speaking of Levin, the 11th movie is The Thaw. See, that was a, another good segue right there. Uh, t- 2009, a horror sci-fi thriller. 90 minutes rated R. A research expedition to the Arctic discovers that a melting polar ice cap has released a deadly prehistoric parasite. Oh, this one sounds pretty more interesting. Oh, Val Kilmer. Okay. The return of Val Kilmer. Of the Iceman. The Iceman cometh. Hey, the Iceman is in the thaw? Oh my god. 
Jeez, this is just a perfect... Man, I just got goosebumps. <laughs> this is a perfect synchronicity right there, I would say. Um, that's beautiful. Alright, number 12 is Carriers. Another 2009 movie. 84 minutes, PG-13, adventure, drama, thriller... Four friends fleeing a viral pandemic soon learn that they are more dangerous, that they are more dangerous than any virus. Oh, emphasis on they. Chris Pine, Piper Parabo. Why does that name sound familiar? Why does the name Piper Parabo? Her name should be, her middle name is Perona. <laughs> Piper Perona Parabo. <laughs> See? See, that's a see. <laughs> see, that's what you do when there's a when there's when you're doing a solo podcast and you do a great callback. You just have to be like, see, come on. You have to pump yourself up about the callback because because I know that that was a great callback, and it just and it just came up perfectly. It was it was natural. It was tremendous. It was, that was a great Piper Perona. She should just change her name to Piper Perona. Perona Piper. Perona Paraba. Perona Paraba. God, her Piper Parabo. Piper Parab. I want to hear Dave Damashek say that name. Piper Paraba. Piper Parabo. That's how this is my Dave Dam Dave Damish. Piper Parabo. Piper Parabo. Piper Parabo. Is that her real name? Is that There's no way that her name is I'm I'm looking this up. <laughs> right now I just <laughs> I just went to Google. I just I still have AIDS monkey. <laughs> AIDS monkey's just Still up there. Um, all right. Piper, Piper Parabo. That is her real name. But her middle name is Lisa. That's a missed opportunity. That's a, it should be Perona. Piper Perona Parabo. God, that's a beautiful name, though. I like the. I like two two syllables on the first name, three syllables on the last name. That sounds that's it just sounds good. Like uh if if I went like Topher Arneson. If I I could circle my Topher. Like that's what I have for my for my Netflix account. I have Topher. Like Topher Grace. That 70s show, Topher Grace. Cause there's there's so many Chris's. Like I would, maybe I would stand out more if my name. <laughs> I'm gonna circle my Topher, Topher Arneson, Topher Arneson. Uh, let's, ooh, did you guys hear that? That was a good one. Thirteenth, uh, <laughs> we have Doom. Two thousand five Doom. Space Marines are sent to investigate strange events at a research facility on Mars, but find themselves at the mercy of genetically enhanced killing machines. 
That's a lot of words there at the end. Genetically enhanced killing. I, I feel like they could have just said at the mercy of killing machines. Like, that, like, it's pretty self, you don't, they don't need to be genetically enhanced. Like, they're just, they are killing machines. Like, pretty much all killing machines are genetically enhanced. <laughs> like, they don't need to say that. Uh, all right. All right. Okay. Hey, the girl from the Gone Girl. The Gone Girl's in this one. She's good. Rosamund, Rosamund Pike. Uh, Doom. Okay, I haven't seen that one either. 2015, we have Hidden. A family takes refuge in a bomb shelter to avoid a dangerous outbreak. I love how general some of these are. Like, some of these are just... Alright, we'll just move on. Just straight to the point. 15, we have Right at Your Door. A dirty bomb goes off in Los Angeles, jamming freeways and spreading a toxic cloud. That sounds... See, now that is something I can relate to. <laughs> see? See? Okay. I don't know why I could relate to that, but... I mean, because I'm in Los Angeles right now. But... A dirty... I haven't seen a dirty bomb going off, though. That'd be... That'd be unfortunate. I have seen freeways being jammed, though. I've seen jammed freeways. And I have seen some, what do you call it, smog as well. So toxic clouds. So I've seen some toxic clouds and um, and some toxic people as well, if we're being honest. <laughs> I, just, I just start going, I just start going full social warriors, <laughs> social justice. <laughs> I just break off into like a 20 minute rant. It's about some toxicity. Oh my God. Remember when, isn't it funny that like people, when they used to think about like toxic, like toxic things, <laughs> this is like a stand up bit. I'm going to write this down. This is, I'm using, I'm going to use a David Sedaris. Um, there might be something here. Toxic. I'm going to say toxic things used to be system of, uh, I wonder if that'd be, I have to like form this into a joke somehow, maybe, but there's something there. There's that, that might be a premise. <laughs> that, might, that might be a premise, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, like toxic, but maybe, maybe like the social justice warriors, they would call system of a down toxic they'd be like they'd be like that band is so t toxic well <laughs> if you guys don't know who system of down is then you're just like at a complete loss right now they were a good band from my childhood like i was a fan of my brother loved system of down they were one of my brothers my older brother's favorite bands so, I was probably like in fourth grade when I got introduced to them, and they they made some pretty hardcore music. Just like they were just they they went hard. They were just, I mean, they were good though. Like they had some like Chop Suey. I remember Chop Suey being a really great song. But 
Oh, I had a bagel bite burp there. Um, I think like the name of their most popular album was, I think it was called Toxicity. So, and and the the album cover was, I think it was like the Hollywood sign, but it said System of a Down on it, or something like to that effect. Something to that in that nature. Um, so yeah, there's a, a little random jaunt there. Where were where were we? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, six. So sixteenth, we have Chemical Peel from twenty fourteen. I've never heard of. There's so much random, like all this, like st- all these streaming services, like. Creating movies and TV shows like everywhere. There's just so much stuff out there that, like, it used to be like I would have heard from, I would have at least heard of all the movies coming out, but I haven't even heard of Chemical Peel. That's is it Jordan Peel's brother addicted to drugs? <laughs> that was a weird joke. I don't know. Because the movie is called Chemical Peel. So that was a reach. That was a, that was a Jack. That was my, my Jack Reacher impression right there. Going out on a limb for that joke. <laughs> I feel like I was walking the plank with that joke right there. Jeez. <laughs> you you know it's rough when you're doing a podcast and you can feel a joke bomb. <laughs> it's like it's like there's no audience. Like I I don't know what I keep expecting. Like I keep expecting to get laughs from some audience, but it's just, it's just me. I'm just sitting here in my room. That's what's different about podcasts with a. Podcasts are not stand-up comedy, but maybe that's God, I, like my true passion. Like I like I like doing stand-up comedy, but like watching stand-up was never really my true pat. Like my true passion is this what I'm doing right now. Podcasting, I love. But I mean, I was before I was just a huge fan. Like I just loved. I you guys know like I've talked about this extensively how much I love podcasts like I still do it's just it's like a daily thing but I mean I've been a fan for over half my life like I pretty much have I've honestly been a fan of podcasts pretty much since the beginning since the very beginning of podcasts like I I swear <laughs> Like I remember listening to stuff and like I wonder when I when I first started listening to to Douglas movies. Like I don't know. Maybe not as early as I think. But like Adam Carolla might have been the first podcast I listened to which was back in early 2009. But I I feel like I was I was definitely listening to something. I think I was listening to podcasts before that, though. Or some oh Bill Simmons. Oh yeah, I definitely was listening to 
the BS report. I think the BS report started in like 2007 or something. I gotta look. That's something that definitely gotta look that up. That's more interesting than chemical peel. God, that sounds like a weird thing that you would find on WebMD. <laughs> I have a I have a chemical peel. I have a chemical peel on my face. Um, what was I gonna look up? Bill Simmons. Let's see when Bill Simmons started the BS report. God, I used to be. Speaking of, let's bring it full circle. The most recent guest. Why did I, why did I trip up over? I feel like my voice cracked when I said recent. Um, the most recent guest on Bill Simmons's podcast is, believe it or not, Malcolm Gladwell. Tipping point. The very tipping point. Um. All right. So let's see. When did. When did he start? 2000, yeah, no, yeah, 2000, <laughs> May, May 8th, 2007, Bill Simmons began a podcast for ESPN.com called Eye of the Sports Guy, that's a funny name, I kind of like that name, that he changed it to the BS Report, got the BS, he should, why does he not still call it the BS Report, it must be some... ESPN probably has like a trademark on it or something. But yeah, the BS report. So that went all the way. I definitely was listening. I definitely listened to the BS report from the beginning because I was a fan of, I've been a fan of Bill Simmons for a long time because I was, I have his book on my shelf right here. I have both two of his books. Now I can die in peace and the book of basketball. So now we have to see, yeah, October 1st, 2005 is when Bill Simmons released his uh, Red Sox book, Now I Can Die in Peace. So I've, I've been a fan of Bill Simmons since, since I was 12 years old. And um, yeah, probably. So that's your podcast history, a little Bill Simmons history there. <laughs> All right, chemical peel. A bachelorette party turns deadly when a chemical reaction overtakes a valley, but being indoors could be just as deadly as being outside. Oh gosh, what do they have asbestos or something? <laughs> what if that was like the whole the whole twist? Oh gosh, there's there's cats in the walls. Not again. This place is haunted. Uh, 17th. This is a funny name for a movie. It's just called Blindness. Blindness. A strange name for a movie. Um, (laughs) A city is ravaged by an epidemic of instant white blindness. What's white blindness? I'm going to look up that. Because I've heard of snow blindness. Is Is that the same thing? What is a white... Is that a made-up thing? Is this made up? Am I, am I tripping here? What does white blindness mean? I keep saying... Am I tripping? I don't know why I keep saying that. Um, so what is... what is, I hope I don't get all scared about reading this. Myxomatosis. It's... um. 
I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> it, that's just what came up when, when I looked up white blindness. I don't know. It's it's that's what white blindness is. It's highly infectious, usually fatal. It's a disease of rabbits. Oh, so rabbits get it. So we don't have to worry about it. You need to stop worrying. Can humans get it? No. Okay. Alright, so let's just not even worry about that. So was that just renders this whole movie just... It just... You can just poke holes in it. But like humans can't get it, so we don't have to worry about it. Movie over. <laughs> um, the end. Let's see. 18th. Quarantine. A television reporter and her cameraman are trapped inside a building quarantined by the CDC after the outbreak of a mysterious virus which turns humans into bloodthirsty killers. It's kind of like those people at Walmart trying to get the toilet paper. Am I right? <laughs> All right. See, dad jokes. Dad jokes. Like, they don't even... I, I'm pretty sure they just, like... They just put up, like, a bunch of other inventory where the toilet paper used to be. Like, they're not even... It's not even a blank shelf. Like, they just put up some other stuff. They're not even faking you. They're like, don't even, don't even think that we have toilet paper. Don't even ask us about toilet paper. That's so, so weird. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> it, I can't, I've heard someone say this on some podcast. I listen to so much stuff that, and watch stuff. I can't remember. I can't connect the dots to where I heard it, but why, why are people stocking up on supplies? Like, it really, like, it, it makes no sense. Like, people people have bought all the supplies from all the stores, but it just doesn't make any sense. Because cause you could just go, you could go back to the store. You could have just gone back next week. But, 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 now, but now you can't, and nobody can go now, because everyone bought all the stuff. It just doesn't really... It doesn't compute. Like, <laughs> like I've like I've heard about people buying like tons of toilet paper, but you're not like you're not gonna be stuck in your house. Like I don't know. I mean, knock on wood right now. What if like <laughs> you're listening to this like two months from now and like you are? No, but I mean like you can like recommend that people stay home, but I don't know. Who knows what. They can't like force people to stay, <laughs> right? You can't force anyone to. Like I like the real the craziest tipping point for like all society would be, um, would be like if Walmart and Walmart and Costco close if they closed, then that'd be like a real bombshell, because that's like because that's where people get food and supplies. So then I don't know what would, then you just have to start ordering stuff online, I guess. Just Amazon would just be blowing up, I guess. But that's, that would be like the real societal tipping point 
is if they closed, right? Yeah, I think so. They closed like the warehouse grocery stores. Because like those are, those are like the, those are like pillars. Those are like pillars of society. <laughs> That's a, a glorious, glamorous way to look at them. All right, so the movie Quarantine. Very good, very good. Okay, oh, I've seen this one. This is a movie I enjoy. Number 19, Slither. Rated R, 95 minutes. It's a comedy, horror, sci-fi. I watched it. It used to be on Netflix, but I don't know if it's on Netflix anymore. Because you know how Netflix is always... Speaking of inventory... Netflix is always changing up their inventory. But this is a really good movie though. It's a it's a James Gunn. It's a James Gunn. I don't know about you guys, but I'm all for <laughs> I I, I was going to say it's such a lame joke. I was I'm against James Gunn control. Okay. I'm a fan of his movies. I'm against it's a stupid joke. It's a stupid it's a stupid wordplay joke. No games <laughs> See, I messed it up. No James Gun control. Okay. Um Elizabeth Banks. Cause he's like the superhero. Yeah, he's the the Guardians of the Galaxy guy. Uh Elizabeth Banks is in this one. Michael Roy <laughs> I'm just like I'm kicking myself. It's so funny when like during the podcast I'll be I'll be talking but then I'm thinking about something else and I'm just <laughs> and I'm just like kicking myself for that for the James Gunn <laughs> for that James Gunn joke. It's so funny. It's funny when you get like the the 30 second regret when you're like, "Ooh, I wish I had just let that one go." I wish I just let that one just go like dust in the wind, you know, <laughs> just, just kind of roll off my back. Um, all right. Michael Rooker. He's a, he's a Guardians of the Galaxy guy, too. Yeah, he's in this movie. Nathan Fillion. Oh, Nathan Fillion from uh, what's it called? Castle. Castle. And Firefly. But mostly Castle. That's the one that you guys know. It's always on USA and TNT. Like those channels, you know. You know those channels? You know those ones? But Slither. So, wait, what was the other movie I really liked? I really liked Slither and, oh, Cabin Fever. Right? Those, it's a competition between those two. I can't decide which is my favorite. Um, so number 20 is Doomsday, 2008, a futuristic action thriller where a team of people, see, another general, another one of these general synopsis, a team of people, come on, uh, <laughs> a team of people work to prevent a disaster threatening the future of the human race, that's, that is very, they said future twice. It's a, it's a futuristic action thriller and it's concerning the future of the human race. It's very general. Another one of those 
non-specific synops. Uh, Mulberry Street, 2006. A deadly infection breaks out in Manhattan, causing humans to devolve into bloodthirsty rat creatures. Six recently evicted tenants must survive the night and protect their downtown. See full summary. Let's see how long it is. Oh, it's super long. I'm not going to... I don't want real... Oh. No, it's not that long. Um, six recently evicted tenants must survive the night and protect their downtown apartment building as the city quickly spirals out of control. Okay. See, I like how... I like how it's New York City and they turn into rats. That's like a fun... That's like a fun little nod. It's a nod to the to the rat culture. That New York City rat culture. Because um, there's so many of them. You know, Ratatouille. I don't think I ever saw Ratatouille. That's it. When did Ratatouille come out? Because I'm trying to think. Like, I definitely was not a kid anymore. Okay, 2007. So... Came out June, June of 07. I was 14. See, see, I was, I was correct. Like I was, I knew I wasn't a child when that movie came out because I definitely would have seen it, but I was 14. So I was probably like too cool to see Ratatouille, Ratatouille. All right. Splinter, 2008. Trapped in an isolated gas station by a voracious splinter parasite that transforms its still-living victims into deadly hosts, a young couple and an escaped convict must find a way to work together to survive this primal terror. That sounds kind of good. That sounds pretty good. Oh, I can't remember if I talked about this. Did, Did I talk about... I think I did the um, original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I watched that. But I'm pretty sure I talked about that back in February. <laughs> just I can't even keep track of time just passes so weirdly. It's like, when did I watch that? Like, I think that was, was that all the way back in January when I watched it? Or maybe it was February. I don't know. I may have watched... I'm pretty sure I watched that right before I recorded those garage casts. Uh, go back and... You you guys tell me. <laughs> go back and listen to garage casts if you haven't already. And all the old ones. I would just start at the beginning. Just start back in Pullman. Back where we started in A Star is Born. Back in eastern Washington. The The Corona... Corona epicenter for the U.S., right? Washington State, am I right? It's more Seattle, I think, but... So, that's... Man, I really would have been... I I definitely would have been exposed to lots of germs if I was... If they kept the Easter Bunny going during this time period. I would have... My uh, immune system would have been thumping, you know. All right, afflicted 2013. 
Two best friends see their trip of a lifetime take a dark turn when one of them is struck by a mysterious affliction. So you can't just, you just use the movie title in the description. Now in a foreign land, they race to uncover the source before it consumes him completely. So pretty general there. General, general affliction reporting to duty. Uh, 24. Bite. This sounds interesting. While on her bachelorette party, uh, bachelorette party getaway, Casey, the bride-to-be, pretty sure there's supposed to be dashes in between bride-to-bride-dash-to-dash-b. There should be dashes in between there. Gets, see, I'm a writer, so I'm all picky on the, on the grammar. I like to be picky about grammar sometimes. Not really, though. It's a bit. <laughs> I just let you inside. I feel like I, I was just like whispering to the audience right there. I had my I had my hand over over part of my mouth, you know. It's a bit alright. Um so the bride to be gets a seemingly harmless bite from an unknown insect after the trip. Casey discovers that everything can change with a single bite. That sounds like a a motto for life right there. Uh, 25. That sounds like Mike Tyson's slogan for life. You know, because he... Alright, I need to sit up right now. <laughs> mm. Mm. Get some polish off that water. Alright. I was just leaning over. I wonder if you guys could tell that I sound probably more alert right now. My posture was just, I was like slumping so much. I I was just slumping. My body was slumped right there. All right, but now I'm sitting up more. So this movie, Pandemic. Pandemic is set in the near future. Let's see when it came out. came out in 2016. So maybe it was set in 2020. Maybe it was this movie may have predicted the future. So pandemic is set in the near future where a virus of epic proportions has overtaken the planet. There are more infected than uninfected and humanity is losing its grip on survival. Its only hope is to find a cure and keeping the infected contained. Quarantine. Lauren Rachel Nichols. Wait, isn't Rachel Nichols the... Isn't she that ESPN reporter? Is there... Am I tripping? I keep saying am I tripping. Am I tripping? Yeah, Rachel Nichols is... Of course she is. She's the... She's the NBA. ESPN NBA reporter. Alright. Is a doctor. So apparently she's in this movie too. Um... <laughs> A doctor who, after the fall of New York, comes to Los Angeles to lead a team to hunt for and rescue uninfected survivors. So they're like, apparently they don't care about the flyover states. (laughs) They only care about L.A. and New York. All right. Number 26. We're almost to the end. Don't worry, guys. We're going to make it. You're going to make it, guys. You're going to make it. 
I hope you have enough food. <laughs> Man, I might have to order some stuff from Amazon or something. I might have to go check out Costco tomorrow. That's my plan. Definitely going to go to Costco tomorrow. I didn't want to go today because today's Sunday. So I thought it might be extra crazy today. Check it out on Monday. See what's the... Let's see what's the... I I have some food, but not not no good food. I want to get some good food. I want to get some like protein bars. Protein bars, baby. That's a cup of some cup noodle, cup of noodles. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um containment. 77 minutes. Horror sci-fi thriller. TV 14. Was this a TV movie or something? Uh, What's it about? What happens when an epidemic breaks out, but you're kept in the dark? Anything can happen. Slowly, the residents realize that they will all die unless they come together. Jeez. This sounds epic. Sounds intense. These are all, a lot of these movies are very similar. I don't know if you guys are, <laughs> I don't know if you guys are noticing that too, but we've, they're, they're not, not a lot of creativity in this genre. All right, so here we have Cabin Fever 2, Spring Fever. I have not seen this one. I should, I should see this one. Since I like the first Cabin Fever so much. This one's 2009. A high school prom faces a deadly threat. A flesh-eating virus that spreads via a popular brand of bottled water. Bottled water. I wonder which water it is. Maybe uh, Arrowhead. Aquafina. Dasani. Fiji. That'd be funny if it was Fiji. (laughs) Or like a... What's like the... Fiji is pretty expensive. I'm trying to think of the most expensive one. But I can't... I can't think of it because I never buy... I never buy bottled water. So I get all mad about it. (laughs) But I'm definitely familiar. Definitely familiar with it. Um, um, Alright, let's... Let's go... Oh, Cabin Fever 3. Patient Zero. I'm going to have to check to see if any of these are on Netflix. Because if they are, I might have to... Man, I can just... Well, I'm, I'm acting like I can't just check during the podcast. I'll just check right now. Um, man, because I, I got... I got magical technological powers over here. But I'll, I'll, put, I'll put my TV on mute. So, because you know how Netflix does those previews now? All right. Oh, it's just Glee. It's just right right where I left off on Glee. <laughs> All right, let's see. God, I love Glee. Glee is such a good show. Oh, an interesting movie is um, Tusk. Tusk is a really interesting movie. Directed by Kevin Smith. It's like all I don't want to spoil it, but we'll just say it's about it's about walruses 
So it looks like they have Cabin Fever. Okay. But that's the one I've... Oh, Cabin Fever from 2016. Yeah, I've seen this movie. I've seen that. That's like the only Cabin movie they got. They got a movie called The Open House. Following a tragedy, a mother and her teen son move to a relative's vacant vacation home. Say that Say that five times fast. Vac- <laughs> vacant vacation. Vacant vacation. Vacant vacation. Vacant vacation. It's a tongue twister. Uh, where eerie and unexplained forces conspire against them. That sounds pretty good. The Ritual. I saw that one. It's a pretty good movie. The Rituals on Netflix. It's pretty... Four friends with a long-standing but strained connection take a hiking trip in the Swedish wilderness from which they may never return. Like a... From which they may never return. Yeah, there's not that many good... I don't know. Netflix movies are definitely... They're hit or miss, I would say. They're hit or miss. Hit or miss. Um, That's why I just watch... Glee. <laughs> it's just watch stuff that you know is good, you know. Outbreak. Have I talked about Yeah, I think we that was like the first one we talked about. This is the number <laughs> I like how all the wait, let's see what's popular on Netflix right now. I think a lot of them are uh let's see. Trending. Trending. Trending? I think a lot of the stuff that's popular right now is like a Outbreak is top 10. Because you know how they do like the top 10. There it is, top 10. So Spencer Confidential. That's the new Mark Wahlberg movie that Post Malone's in. Eliza Schlesinger. On My Block. Lost Girls. Love is Blind. Trials of Gabriel Fernandez. Elite. Outbreak, Angry Birds 2, Space Jam. Yeah, I might. I want to watch Space Jam sometime. And Dirty Money. Alright, I'm turning that TV off. TV's off. Because it's too distracting. From the task at hand. Where were we? Where were we? Cabin Fever 3, Patient Zero. When a group of friends enjoying a bachelor cruise... In the Caribbean, stumble upon a research facility on a remote island, a deadly virus is unleashed. The group must find a way to survive before the flesh-eating virus consumes them all. Just so similar to Sean Astin. Oh, Rudy's in it. Sean Astin. Also from Stranger Things. Bob. Bob and Stranger Things. Another show that I want to rewatch. Stranger Things. I don't understand. It's weird how like some shows, like, like how did Stranger Things get so popular? When there's, because there's like there's lots of good shows out there, and there's just so many, like like I was talking about before with all the streaming services. There's just so much content. So how does how does one show like? Like, Stranger Things was by far the most popular show. Remember back in, like, 
back in the day. What was that? Twenty. It was twenty sixteen, summer twenty sixteen, when the first season came out. That was just a. It was a hit. It was just a hit show. Anyway, it's a good show. Uh, the happening. I I think it's so popular because. Because it's so reminiscent of, of all those '80s movies, like the Spielberg movies and all that. So like the adults like it, and then and then kids like it too, and then in between people who are not from the '80s but aren't kids, like me, I, we like it too. <laughs> so everyone likes it. It's just it's one of those shows that appeals to. All audiences, yeah, because like the, because I think the older people, the older generation likes it, because they were thirty years younger. It back in the eighties, you know. <laughs> anyway, um, two thousand eight, the happening. I guess, dude, I can't believe thirty years ago. Thirty years ago now is nineteen ninety. Is that is that insane? Uh, that means God. That that means it. <laughs> I'm like I turn into one of those people who gets like super scared of turning thirty. It's just it's not it's not as big of a deal as it used to be. Like it used to be. It it used to be like you're an adult, like you were. I mean, you're already an adult, like in your in your mid late twenties, but it used to be thirty means that you're like definitely an adult. But now, nowadays, I sound like an old person. But nowadays, like people, I see people like just social media has changed everything. It just it makes adults act like children, like in a weird way. Because, like, people, like, in their, like, 40s and, like, 50s, like, act, like, super immature. Like, I don't know. I'm making, like, lots of generalizations right now. <laughs> but I th- I think that's what it does. I think it just, it makes people, like, wish, it makes people, like, just try to present themselves as being younger, I think. Because cause that's what, because social media is, like, it's kind of meant for, like, a younger people but then so many of the people on it are old people too but just makes it makes them i don't know (laughs) i have no idea what i'm trying to say (laughs) i just had like one of those situations where like in the middle of my sentence i just i just like completely lost my point i was like what was i even saying I was just talking about how social media makes people more immature and wish it kind of makes them like, cause I, I think cause they, they aim to, they aim to please like a younger audience. Cause most people on social media are younger. I think that's like a smart explanation of it. It's kind of like a sociological explanation of of why like I'm thinking of like celebrities like cause like so many like so many like movie stars and comedians and 
like all all these celebrities, they're like in their forties and fifties, but they have to they have to be hip. They have to be hip and cool and like appeal to the the youth <laughs> somehow. So uh, social media, I don't know. Do that through social media somehow. That's what like all the like, the Instagram live is all about. But God, Michael Rappaport's. If you guys haven't seen, guys don't follow Michael Rappaport on Instagram. He's so funny. He's he's been hilarious during his Corona content is on point. It's on point. <laughs> yes, I want to just let out a yes, yes. <laughs> Make my voice crack. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna get a good one. Yes. God. Um. Yes. Yesterday, I was doing yes. That's so fun to keep just yes. Um. Yeah. Yesterday on the Joe Rogan fight companion. Brian Callen was yodeling and I was it was making me laugh so hard. He was just he just kept going yodelay hee hoo yodelay hee hoo yodelay hee hoo <laughs> But he was like but he was yelling like at the top of his lungs and he was wearing a funny hat and it was just making me laugh. I'm gonna have to do more of these podcast man that's my goal because it's so easy there's literally no production cost for me (laughs) it's it's like it's literally like i'm using the word correctly literally cost me zero dollars it's free like it's free to there's no i don't use any equipment or anything i'm not paying a producer or you know, like I'm not or like a sound engineer. I'm not it costs me nothing. The only thing it costs me is time. But I I, I think it's time well spent though. Cause I see value in it. Cause because I enjoy doing it. So I think it's important to do things that you enjoy doing. Even if it it doesn't like earn me any money. But it doesn't cost me anything either. Like the only thing it costs me is time. But it creates value. It's one of those situations where. Like. The benefits of doing it. Plus I'm not doing anything right now anyway. I'm quarantined. I'm quarantined right now anyway. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. So, you. Everything's on lockdown. We can't. We can't do anything. What else am I going to do? I don't have to justify. Why I want to do a podcast. I love it all comes back to loving podcasts. It's cuz I'm doing it for like that's that's the true like people who do people like me. I'm now it sounds like I'm like glorifying myself. But like I I truly love po- doing podcasts cuz like you can see that because um get some more water. Uh, finish, finish my water, water, water. Um, 
I really truly love podcasts because I do it for free. That's like the, that's the measure of how much you love something is like if you'll pay to do it or, or if you do it without, without incentive. But I, and I just, I love, like I paid to publish my books, you know, but I love art. That sounds so corny. I just love art, you know. But I don't know. I just like I see like I recognize the importance of it and the value in it, and I don't know. I just it just gets me. It gets me all. It it makes me happy. <laughs> it sounds so corny. It does. I love podcasts. Uh, I love listening to them. I love talking. I love. I I could see myself being. I just love talking. I love, and I like pod. And I can see, because since I listen to them, like I I know that, that you like people listening right now, like all the, the variety of different things that could be that you could be doing like, driving. Going, walking your dog, doing the dishes. I was gonna say mowing the lawn, but nobody listens to podcasts while they're mowing. You can't hear anything when you're mowing the lawn. You could be jumping on a trampoline. Don't want to surprise you though. Make you. I used to have a trampoline in my backyard. I was just thinking about that the other day. How crazy it was that we used to have a trampoline, and we had a net. But we, like me and my friends, we used to play this game where we would like kick a soccer ball at each other as hard as we could. So we pretty much just like, and then we would just end up like doing some sort of like WWE, like sumo wrestling, like body slamming each other. Like pre like into I remember like specifically like falling into the nets and like feeling them breaking, just feeling them tearing. So, yeah, we broke the nets and then it was so. I just thinking back, I could never. I would never jump on a trampoline. I mean, the only way I would ever jump on a trampoline now is if it had a net. I just wouldn't want to I just don't trust myself if the, if there's no net like I, I used to do like like front flips I would never do a front flip when there's no net like now but I used to do that but it's just terrifying I guess I'm I guess I'm a little bigger I was probably I was pretty big back then back in like seventh grade but because I, I think we eventually we we got rid of the trampoline when I was like probably in eighth grade but yeah it was fun it was fun while it lasted like I lots of good times on the trampoline like I remember the game I think it was called crack the egg and you would just sit like with your with your arms wrapped around your knees, like in a little ball position, and then people would just bounce. They would just bounce you 
until you broke. <laughs> that was a fun game. I'm trying to think of other games that we would do. Because there was definitely... Definitely, like, lots of ball sports. Like, I think we would play... We play like football catch. Catch with the football. Like someone would be standing in the yard and they'd be throwing to the person while they're bouncing up and down. That was that's def I definitely remember doing that. But I'm we never got I'm trying to think I don't think we we never got like a, a hoop. Like lots of people would get like ba- like basketball hoops for their trampolines. But that seems like, to me, like that seems like the most dangerous thing that you could do. Because you would easily just, I mean, I'm, you could easily just look up on YouTube and find a million videos that show you this. But I would never do that. Because I don't like to watch those disgusting videos that show horrific things. Like, people never... I would never trust someone who watches, who's able to watch YouTube videos of people dying. Like, you know how, like, some, (laughs) you have, like, that one, like, weird, like, not even, like, a friend, but it's, like, person you know, they're, like, they like to, they like to watch those, those sick videos of, like, people dying. Like, who would watch, like, you, I think you have to be a true psychopath. Like, that. That's definitely a test of being some sort of like psychopath or sociopath or something. Cause I would that would like that would haunt me. Like I wouldn't be able to sleep for for days. I'd have nightmares about that. Like who would ever why would you want to watch that stuff? But I was gonna say there's probably a bunch of videos of people who break their leg by like landing with one of their legs i think there's i've probably seen you've probably seen stuff on tosh tosh.0 i'm sure i'm sure he's had videos of people doing this of like bouncing on a trampoline and land with one leg in the basketball hoop (laughs) oh my god i was just thinking about it right now oh god that would just be so just so messed up such a painful way to I was gonna say a painful way to die but <laughs> I, it's not like the old west like you wouldn't you're not gonna like bleed out in the backyard I think someone's gonna drive you to the hospital but <laughs> god oh, I, oh yeah that was making me think of like the the NBA the mascots that they bounce on the they like sprint and then they bounce on the trampoline from like the free throw line and they just like soar through the air like 20 feet high and then and then they somehow land like perfectly adjacent that's a good word adjacent just like right like two feet next to to the basketball hoop so then they somehow like dunk it and then like land on their chest right after but that's something that could go like horribly wrong. Like you're, you could easily like, God, that's that takes some lots of precision, and they're they're, especially if it's like one of those, 
the if they're wearing a mascot head so like they can't they can't really see everything like their their vision is obscured so that's that's insane and then they're sprinting down the court and then you have to avoid the basketball that's <laughs> just a that's they should, those guys should be paid more so that should be should get a nice Christmas bonus or something. All right, let's get back to. That was a nice little. Yeah, I have. I cannot even remember. That was a long tangent right there. All right, <laughs> two thousand six or two thousand eight. Speaking of Mark Wahlberg, the happening, a science teacher, his wife and a young girl struggle to survive a plague. That causes those infected to commit suicide. This is oh, Zoe Deschanel, John Leguizima. Wait, is it Leguizim? No, Leguizimo. Yeah, Leguizimo. This is one of those uh, M Night Shyamalan's. This is an M Night Shyamalan. It's it's kind of in those years. Mark Wahlberg was making some some weird movies in the late 2000s. Um, <laughs> I never saw The Happening. I heard it was not that good, though. Like, I, I need to pull up Mark Wahlberg's. I'm going to pull up his IMDb. Because I want to see... Make sure to listen to the Mark Wahlberg episode if you haven't. That was, like, one of the first ones. I want to see what came out. All right. So I'm talking about like the 2000s. The The Italian Job's a good movie. I Heart Huckabees was a That's a pretty good movie. I like that one. Who directed I Heart Huckabees? Who directed that? Jason Schwartzman. Oh, that's a David O. Russell movie. Okay. Who Mark Wahlberg would go on to work with more. Uh, Four Brothers. I never saw Four Brothers. Invincible. I don't think I saw Invincible. The Departed. That's a great movie. Shooter. That's shoot shoot and miss. (laughs) See, I should have been a critic. I wonder if a critic... I'm sure someone, one of the critics said that. Shoot and miss. Um, I remember just not liking... The movie Shooter that much. Or just finding it kind of overrated. Like I remember. I remember hearing Chris. Chris Loxamana. Chris Maxipata. From the Adam Carolla show. Like he said. I think this was on Carolla Classics. His podcast with uh, Superfan Giovanni. Where they play old Adam Carolla clips. He said that. Shooter is his favorite Mark Wahlberg movie. And I just remember, I was like, what? I I cannot even, that's, I can't even be friends with, I don't think I could be friends with Chris Luxemana anymore. <laughs> if, if that ever happened in real life, I'd have to ask him about it. I'd be like, you're telling me that your favorite Mark Wahlberg movie is Shooter? Like, that's the most, there's so many good choices. That's the most insane thing that anyone is. Nobody's ever said. 
except for like I don't want to take take anything like he has a freedom of choice so I mean you know he can like whatever Mark Wahlberg movie he likes but there's a lot of other good ones you know <laughs> like The Departed The Fighter Ted those are some good Mark Wahlberg movies like there's not I'm look like scrolling through like Mark Wahlberg doesn't have as many good movies as you would think. Like, that's for sure. Like, he should definitely... I think The Italian Job's a good movie. But you would think that Mark Wahlberg would... I I never saw Boogie Nights. I've never seen Boogie Nights. But I, I hear it's a classic, though. But <laughs> was it like the one, the porn star movie? Where he's a porn star? Right? Dirk Diggler. Um, see, I know about it. I've heard. See, it all comes back to um, Bill Simmons. Like he's. I've read. I've read so much Bill Simmons writing about Boogie Nights, and then heard him talk about it on podcasts. So I pretty much, like you know, when like you kind of, you kind of know a movie. But you've never seen it, but you still kind of know it. Um, okay, so Shooter, We Own the Night is from 2007, Mark Wahlberg, The Happening, Max Payne, 2008, The Lovely Bones, 09, Date, and then, and then he has uh, Date Night. I mean, he had, Mark Wahlberg had three, three good movies come out. In 2010. Date Night. Which is. Date Night's a funny movie. With uh, Steve Carell and Tina Fey. The Other Guys. Currently on Netflix. It's pretty funny. It's a funny movie. With uh, Will Ferrell. Mark Wahlberg. And then. Yeah. Step Brothers is on Netflix right now too. God. If you guys haven't seen Step Brothers. Definitely watch Step Brothers. On Netflix. If you have Netflix. I remember. I remember my buddy. <laughs> my friend uh, Greg. Greg Williams. Back in. Sophomore English. Mr. Belarjan's class. Henry's uncle. Yeah Henry. Our friend Henry Belarjan. Uh, his uncle Mr. Belarjan. Our sophomore English teacher. We were watching. I think we must have been like. Maybe we were reading. A book or something. But I remember. That's the first time I ever saw. A glimpse of Step Brothers. Was. Like somehow. Greg was watching it on his phone. Way back in. Like 2008. I didn't know we had that kind of. Like, we definitely... Like, he probably didn't have a smartphone. Like, I don't know how we were... Maybe... Maybe he had it on his iPod. Like, that's probably what he had. He was probably showing me his iPod. Because... When was the first... Like, no one... Like, people didn't have... iPhones back in, like, 2008. But now I, I need to see when the first iPhone was. When was the iPhone 1? Okay. 
it was uh, June 2007. So I guess he could have had an iPhone. But I feel like it. it's more fun if it was an iPod. Or, like, I'm trying to think of the different kinds of iPods. There's, like, an iPod Nano. And then... I'm going to look up, like, iPods. Different... Um, different types of iPods. So you got the iPod Classic. Oh! I remember having... I had an iPod Touch. An iPod Touch was kind of the precursor to the iPhone. Okay. So you had an iPod Classic, iPod Nano. I had, I definitely had a Nano. iPod Touch. And a Shuffle. I think I probably had a Shuffle too. God, there's so many different kinds of iPods. iPods were fun. <laughs> I like the Nano. The Nano was was cute. 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 Um, I'm just... I keep using uh, History Hyena's lingo. It's just seeped into my... It's seeped into the way I talk. It's because I love... I love History... That's my new favorite podcast. Is History Hyena's. It's so funny. I like to watch it. I prefer to watch it on YouTube. On the old TV. Alright. Let's let's wrap this up. I just wanted to make sure that... I wanted to make sure that we'd make it over two hours. And uh, we're gonna make it, guys. We're gonna make it. Just because I get... I get anal. I get all anal about... About how long... I I like just having like a nice round number. Like I would never, I don't understand these people who can end their podcast at like an hour 58. Like you can't, it just, because I know, I know how it looks like on your, on your phone. Just looks so much better. I don't know why. It's just, it's more impressive to me. Maybe it's just because I like. I I like long podcasts. Like I'm like a long podcast guy. Of course. Cuz I'm like a You got the Joe Rogan 3 hour plus podcast. I mean you guys know I like long podcasts. Some of these go 4 hours plus. Not this one though. <laughs> this one's going to end pretty soon. All right, so condemned 2015. Fed up with her parents bickering. Poor little rich girl. <laughs> I feel like whoever wrote this doesn't like that character. Poor little rich girl, Maya, Dylan Penn, moves in with her boyfriend who is squatting in an old condemned building on Manhattan's Lower East Side. With full summary. With neighbors that are meth heads, junkies, and de- degenerates. This depraved hellhole is... This depraved hellhole is even more toxic than it appears. God, my my mouth is parched right now. I need some. I need some liquido, liquido. All right, um, sit back down. <laughs> Just tell you, tell you guys what what I'm doing. 
um, meth has junkies, degenerates. This depraved hellhole is even more toxic than it appears. After a virus is born from their combined noxious waste and garbage infects the building's residents one by one, they succumb to a terrifying pathogen that turns them into bloodthirsty, rampaging killers and transforms the building into a savage slaughterhouse. Okay. Note to self. <laughs> Note to self. Um, all right. Let's get back there. 31, we have Salvage. Speaking of savage slaughterhouses, Salvage, 2009. When a container washes ashore, the residents of a sleepy cul-de-sac are plunged into violence, terror, and paranoia. Ring-fenced ring fenced by the military, a single mother must overcome all the odds to save her daughter. I'm going to look up the origin cul-de-sac origin because I want to see like I want is it French it is French it's it's a an anatomical term meaning vessel or tube with only one opening it literally means bottom of a sack I guess a cul-de-sac kind of does look like a a nutsack. <laughs> oh my god. That's such a great a great way direction for this podcast to go. You guys did not think that I was gonna talk about how coal sacks look like nutsacks. That's that's fantastic. That's that's fabulous. <laughs> Alright, thirty two. It comes at night. Twenty seventeen. Is this oh well that's weird um Joel Edgerton looks like Ben Affleck there but that's not him okay apparently that's Joel Edgerton secure with a desolate home as an unnatural threat terrorizes the world a man has established a tenuous domestic order with his wife and son then a desperate young family arrives seeking refuge. That sounds pretty good. That sounds pretty fun. I remember when I definitely do remember when that movie came out. Joel Edgerton. He's a good character actor. <laughs> it's funny when people's it's kind of like a backhanded compliment. He's a good he's a good character actor. Um Warning sign, 1985. A woman working as a security guard in an agricultural research facility finds herself and her co-worker, Schmidt, fighting to survive against their former friends. Who plays Schmidt? Who plays Schmidt? Schmitty. Doesn't even say who plays Schmidt. Alright. Whatever. It's from the 80s. I don't know any of those guys. There's no one famous in it. All right, that's the last one. Wow. <laughs> wow, we did it, guys. 2019. Rabid. The quiet Rose works in women's fashion clothing, hoping to be a designer. A traffic accident damages her face. She gets experimental stem cell treatment, leaving her stronger and prettier than ever. But there's a side effect. 
Ooh, that sounds, that just reminds me of, so I worked on a show that's, what's, all right, so David Lynch's, um, David Lynch's daughter was, so what's her name? Jennifer Lynch? Is that it? Yeah, Jennifer Lynch. So, you, you know, the director, David Lynch, his daughter, Jennifer Lynch, is also a director. And she directed a show episode I worked on. And then I was looking up her filmography, and she's most known for this movie from 1993 called Boxing Helena. And this just reminds me of what we just talked about. The plot follows a surgeon whose growing obsession growing obsession with a woman leads him to amputate her limbs and hold her captive in his home after she suffers a car accident. And I was like, this movie sounds insane. It was given an NC-17 rating. Remember NC-17? It was like, no way, like nothing's rated NC-17. That's how you know it's like really nasty. There's some like real like gross, like dirty stuff in that. God, but that just sounded like, I don't know. Sounds like something I want to do. <laughs> it just gave me a lot of good ideas. And then um, I just started making some plans, you know, you know? Don't get in an accident outside my house. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. Like this, it's just like those weird. Yeah, that was the whole list there, guys. But like those weird, dark movies, like people getting like their arms cut off and stuff, and like stuff that you couldn't even imagine happening. Like people have like a weird. Like there's a reason why. Why Boxing Helena was like a cult classic. It's people like that, like weird, like body dysmorphia kind of stuff. I don't know. Maybe it's it's cause. Maybe it's cause like. I think it in a way. I think it's like a normal thing. Cause if you actually wanted to do those things, I don't think you'd watch the movie. Cause it would just, it would make you want to do it too much. Like, I think it's like a normal thing. So maybe it is normal to watch. I still don't think, but all right, here's the difference. That's different than like the, the YouTube videos where people die. Cause the worst thing about those is like the reality is like, they're, they're supposed, they're real. Like there's like, you're supposed to be watching a, like you are like literally watching a real person die <laughs> but um boxing helena is just a movie so that's why i think it's it's just so much more healthy <laughs> not that it's like healthy to watch a movie where people where a dude cuts a girl's arms and legs off but it's kind of normal though just cuz like you're like it's it's like you're watching the movie and it's doing 
it's doing something for you that you would never do. Like I would, I would never, I'm like, I'm thinking about this way too deeply, (laughs) but it's like, like since I, like, I don't want to hurt anyone, but like watching this crazy scientist, this dark scientist who like does experiments and cuts this lady's limbs off, lady limbs, that would be her stripper name, lady limbs. <laughs> okay. I don't know what my point was, but it's like some weird like fantasy fulfillment like not that like <laughs> it's like nobody like wants to do that stuff except for sociopaths and serial killers, but um I don't know. I don't know what what I'm talking about anymore. I kind of just talk myself into a circle and then, uh, yeah, like, do you have to have like a sick mind to like, to write that movie and direct it? Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you have to have some, but that doesn't mean that that doesn't make you, uh, it's really more about like reality versus arts and like fiction, like movies are like pieces of art like it's like fiction (laughs) it's like fiction but I guess I am kind of a hypocrite because I'm I'm sure that uh Tosh I'm sure that Tosh.0 has probably shown a video or two of a person dying like he he usually doesn't show that stuff but I'm sure that I'm sure I've seen that stuff on Tosh, but that'd be like the only, the only time I see that kind of stuff would be, God, I used to love Tosh Porno. That was a great show. That was a great time. That brings back a memory right after here. Let's just wrap it up on. <laughs> we'll wrap it up on this little anecdote. It's, I, it's not really a story to it, but I just went up uh, to Bellingham right after high school graduation. It was it was during the graduation parties. Like, remember when everyone was having a graduation party right after high school graduation? And I remember being at, I think it was, I'm sure it was, it was at Dallas, Dallas Goslin. It was at his graduation party. And then later that evening, like afternoon slash evening, I went up with Brett. I'm looking at that picture right now on my wall, on this little picture collage thing on my wall. Uh, we like we got all. I'm gonna stand up and look at this. We got all dressed up. So Brett is wearing like a. He's wearing like a the Jeepers Creepers hat. Remember that movie Jeepers Creepers? He's wearing that hat and like a a black cape, like a Batman cape. And then <laughs> Steve besides Brett Hogue and then Steven Pearson is wearing like a bandana and then dreadlocks and then like a a lei, like a Hawaiian lei around his neck. So he's like the he's like the stoner. <laughs> 
It's like the the white guy with he looks like a he looks like he's in Sublime or like slightly stupid. He's like the he's like the roadie for slightly stupid in this picture. And then I'm wearing oh this monkey hat. I wonder if I still have this monkey hat laying around this room somewhere. But it's this hat that I used to love. It's like one of those ski hats. It's got puffy balls. <laughs> it's that's a <laughs> I sounded like a doctor giving a I felt like a doctor giving like a a a, a negative medical <laughs> I I forgot I forgot all words during that sentence right there. I, f- I felt like I was giving like a a bad a bad read to my customer. <laughs> A doctor with his customer. A prognostication? Is that the word I was trying to think of? Yeah. So I got the hat with the puffy balls. Uh, the monkey hat with the puffy balls. I'm wearing... For some reason, I'm wearing gardening gardening gloves. And then sunglasses. And rocking my Death Cab for Cutie t-shirt. God, Death Cab for Cutie was definitely... My favorite band at one point. Saw them live at Key Arena with my father. I'm trying to think of when that was. Maybe Death Cab for Cutie. I could definitely look it up, but I think it was like 2012, like 2011, 20. It was right, right after high school, probably 2011, maybe 2011. So I love Death Cab for Cutie. Try to think of. I'll follow you into the dark. <laughs> I will follow you into the dark. That's a good song. I was getting them mixed up with plain white tees. I kept in my head just now. I kept being, I kept wanting to say, "Hey there, Delilah. What's it like in New York City? You're a thousand miles away, but girl, tonight you look so pretty. Yes, you do." Times Square can't shine as bright as you. <laughs> I swear it's true. Hey there, Delilah. You're a it. I forgot all the words after that. That's a good song, though. I I used to like... I used to really like playing White Tees, too. I definitely remember... I remember listening... This is a very specific memory. I was walking... With my dog, my old doggy, Athena, R.I.P. Athena. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of Athena in her old paw print. We laminated her paw print, or my mom did. We, we like right after she died. My sister somehow like my mom and sister like sprung into action, and they're like, "All right, let's do this thing," and then they they put like ink, they put ink on her paw and made a. A paw print on a little piece of paper, and then my mom, my mom went to her school and made copies, and laminated it, and then I have it right here, and it's a good idea to laminate it because it keeps it safe and protected, so you won't rip it or draw on it or anything. So that's a good idea if you have a old dog or cat. Be definitely wait till the cat dies. So. They would they would definitely scratch you real hard <laughs> if you tried to put ink on your cat's paw and then 
that'd be like a nice lasting memory. You'd have like a scar on your wrist from your kitty cat. Um, what was I saying? All right. Oh yeah, I was saying that I walked with Athena. This was during Easter. Speaking of Easter, and it was probably Easter. Let's see. When did um? Now we gotta look up. We gotta look up uh, plain white tees, and then see when. All right. Yeah, Jennifer Lynch. She was a cool lady. She seemed like a. Jennifer Lynch, David Lynch's daughter, very eclectic. It's a hard word to say. Eclectic. Eclectic. All right. When did. So, Wonders of the Younger. Wow. That's definitely older than I thought. So, Wonders of the Younger came out in December of 2010. So, this must have been. This was probably Easter 2011 when I was still in high school, senior year of high school. I was walking with Athena. I think I was like on this, for some reason, I was just on the swing set, just just going on this. That might have been the last time I ever, that might have been the last time I was on a swing. <laughs> so I haven't, I just, I feel like I could jump so far right now. Remember when you used to go on the swing and then you would swing and jump, like fling yourself forward? I could probably get like at least like, a dozen feet, right? Baker's dozen. Baker's dozen feet right now. <laughs> I just thought of a, that would be like the playground Olympics. That's like sounds like a YouTube. Man, that sounds like a, a Kevin Hart YouTube video. I was watching Kevin Hart. It's got like the LOL network. He's got a lot of funny shows on his YouTube stuff. But that sounds like something he would do. He would do like a. He he would like, you know, like jump off the swing and then like what, what else would you do for the, you do like um, hopscotch, hopscotch? Is that the one where you jump on like one feet, two feet, one feet, two, you know, that thing? Four square, I don't know. <laughs> wall ball, oh, wall ball was so fun. Just straight up tackle football. <laughs> I, I for some reason like we used to play like tackle football like there's no way that the recess teachers wanted us to do that but yeah that's so dangerous oh and then I've probably told you guys this but that time that this was must have been sixth grade I we were playing football and I caught it was like a kickoff and I caught the kickoff and then I turned to my left and took like two steps and ran like full speed into, it was like, remember those old soccer goalposts? Like those, they're super hard and like metal. Yeah, I got like knocked out. <laughs> Definitely got a concussion. But then like the next day, they had a bunch of blue, like bright blue, cushy pads on on all the soccer go posts. So that's because of me. So I felt like I definitely made a difference. Definitely left my imprint there. So that was that was fun. 
but yeah, the story about, yeah, I guess that was all I have. It was just Easter. I think it was definitely raining. It was Easter. It was raining. I was listening to Plain White Tees, Wonders of the Younger. Is that the name? Yeah, Wonders of the Younger is the name of that album. It came out December 2010. But this was, yeah, it was Easter 2011. I was with Athena. That's her name, Athena. My old doggy's name. But it's weird how you just have like those like flashpoint memories. Like nothing special, nothing crazy happened that day. But so like how do it's so weird. Like how do I just randomly remember like what's that? Nine year nine years later. Just random a random day. It's kinda of weird. But that's also how it's also how like art, like music like music and like podcasts because I'll have specific memories of like I listened to this podcast and then I'll remember where I was and what I was doing when when I listened to it it's like I have a I have that happen to me a lot like I remember August of 2016 we were driving this was in North Dakota we stayed in god now I have to pull up a map of was on Apple Maps? Is it Apple or Google Maps? I think it's Apple Maps of North Dakota. Because we were staying, we were driving from from Bothell to Minnesota. So we stayed, oh, it's Bismarck. That's where we stayed, in the middle of North Dakota. And we were in a hotel, and it was me and my dad and my mom and my sister. And my brother flew in and met us there. It was at the family reunion in Minnesota. Minnesota. But for some reason, it's like my mom and sister slept in the same bed. And then there's one other bed. And for some reason, I I must, I don't know why. I must have been like, I, I must have just thought it was like gross or something. <laughs> but it's weird because... I have slept in the same bed. I have slept in the same bed as my dad before. Like shared a bed like on vac on like a vacation or something. But for some reason on this particular night I was I was not having any of it. <laughs> like I don't know why, but I I remember I slept on the floor. I'm like I just remember sleeping at the foot at the foot of the beds. And I I like I don't know why, like thinking back, like why would you rather like why wouldn't you just create like a pillow wall? Like a, a great wall of pillow. You know, like instead of Great Wall of China, Great Wall of Pillow. <laughs> the the Temper Pedic Sea. The Tempur-Pedic Divide. <laughs> um, but yeah, you'd rather do that and like sleep on like a cushy bed instead of laying on the on the ground. But it must have been a comfortable ground or something. But I must have been like acting like defiant or or something like that. Because that seems like a an act of defiance. <laughs> like why wouldn't you just share just share the bed? 
share the bed. Come on, man, just share. I'm like talking to my past self. Come on, man, just share the bed. But it's all over now. It all worked out. But I remember laying on that. I'm trying to think of who. Who was the guest? Oh, it was it was Adam Carolla. I was listening to the Adam Carolla show. Oh, I think it might have been Rob Riggle. It might have been. It was some like manly man, like some like dude's dude, like like a uh, Rob Riggle type. May have been Rob Riggle. Or yeah, because for some reason I I seem to think it was like a like a military guy or something. And he's like a. I think Rob Riggle's an ex marine. But anyway, yeah, I just remember specifically laying on that ground and listening to that podcast that's so it's just weird how and then like I remember um when I quit my job my first my first real job was at QFC the grocery store I was a courtesy clerk (laughs) and like a mainly like begging groceries like a grocery beggar but I I was supposed this also involves my old dog Athena. So this was like it was a Saturday in March. It so this was we just passed the the ten year anniversary of this <clears throat> of this happening. Wow. Can't believe it's been over ten years since this happened. But yeah, I was it was like a Saturday, it was a weekend. And it was like a beautiful day outside, a sunny day. I need to get some water. <clears throat> it was a nice day outside. And so I was supposed to work at like, I probably, I'm trying to lay out the timeline for you guys. I was supposed to work at like three o'clock. And then I took my dog Athena for a walk at, it was probably like one o'clock. So... Like I was planning on being home and then getting ready and going to work. But I I just took my dog and then we just, we walked all the way down to the Burt Gilman Trail. And then we walked, we just, oh my God. I I think we walked, we walked all the way. Yeah, this is that time. I'm I'm having, I'm getting my memories mixed up. So we walked on the Bergamon Trail down by the, the slough, the Sammamish River, and then we somehow made our way up to like North Shore, like the Kingsgate area. So we walked like miles, like miles. And like I remember just being in like this like forest area and uh just like walking on the trail. Man, I gotta go to the bathroom. But I, I'm just gonna wrap this thing up and then go. But oh my god. Yeah, and we were listen and I was listening to comedy bang bang. Like I had I think it may have been like the album. I think it may have been like a comedy bang bang CD that I had bought on iTunes. But that's back when it was called Comedy Death Ray. It used to be Comedy Death Ray. And they always had a bunch of characters. Oh my god. I just had like a flashback of like Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll did like a, a really funny well it's like it was like a Mexican 
he did like a Mexican announcer character. I can't remember. It may have been called Chupacabra. <laughs> it was like some like something funny, like some ridiculous name. But God, that's funny. There was and Paul F. Tompkins had a bunch of characters. There's just so many different lots of characters. Cause that's yeah, comedy death ray. That would become comedy bang bang. And then then it became like a TV show and all that. Got popular. But I was a I was a fan before it was popular, man. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm like a hipster. But yeah, I remember and I would so just to wrap up that story about walking Athena. Yeah, that's how I <laughs> that's how I quit my first job. <laughs> I just didn't show up. I remember just I I don't know why cuz I would get so much like I used to really get like a ton of like dread for like going to like work or like school. But I don't I don't know why cuz like cuz like now now if I had to go to school like I think I like would enjoy it, but maybe probably not as much as I think I would. <laughs> probably not as much as I I would think I would, but um, cause it's like a lot of downtime. I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot of time just sitting there and just staring at the wall or something. But I would get like a ton of like dread, about like. Especially going to work, like I would just get a lot of like dread about. I don't know why, because <laughs> it was such like a, it was a laid back job and like a cool environment and like only a mile from my house, and like not it's just not a big deal. But I would get, I would just make it a big deal in my head for some reason. It would it would just get built up in my head into something that it just <laughs> like it just it just wasn't. <laughs> that would happen a lot. Like all the time, probably still happening right now. <laughs> Maybe currently with while I'm talking with. No, but I've already talked about how I mean I I just do the podcast because I love the podcast. Do it for the love. I don't care. I I'd like having people listen and follow and of course, but tr- true players just do it for the love of the game. <laughs> Seriously though, like I just, you just gotta keep doing it. I don't know. There's just, there's like a difference. Like people who do stuff to like, to try to like gain like like fame or like recognition or like specific items or something. Like they're trying to get stuff from, from doing like, like podcasts. Podcasts are something that you should just, just be willing to do willy-nilly just because you love doing them you know just i don't know just yeah no it's just it's not something that that people should no one should have to convince you to do a podcast like that's my main point like if you really want to do a podcast then like you'll definitely figure out a way to do it like whether it's on your own or with other people just figure out a way it's not it's easy it's <laughs> but it's it's like no every god there's like a million people a million podcasts now there's definitely over a million podcasts now so but there's just one for i don't know <laughs> i don't know what my point <laughs> i have no idea i have so many 
stories that I began and then didn't finish them. <laughs> Let's just... Um, oh, yeah. Uh, and then my friend Brian McAfee. I'm looking at the picture of us, me, Stephen, Brett, and Brian. Brian's, <laughs> Brian's wearing a crown and he's holding like a... It's like a, a wand with a star on it. And he's wearing like a... I remember this crown that we used to have. It's like the Burger King crown. He's got like the Burger King crown on. He looks like he has a Fitbit, probably a Fitbit on. Early early generation Fitbit there. But um, yeah, and then we're standing in front of my cars in the background. The same car that I have right now here in Cali, here in the valley. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open the garage door and... What if I just open the garage door and just some crazy stuff? <laughs> no, I'm good. All right, there it is. My car's out there. I just open it and there's just like a crazy person in there. I'm like, oh my God, that'd be so great. That'd be so intense. If in the middle of a podcast, oh my gosh. If like some, that that would be the most real stuff. If like some real, some real life real life stuff happened like while I'm recording this like whoa but then I just keep I just keep recording through it that'd be pretty intense (laughs) other than me just just standing now I'm just standing because I gotta go uh, you know take a leak but um all right cool yeah so that night yeah that basically to finish that story we drove up to Bellingham home of Western Washington University, one of the colleges I went to, but did not graduate from. Uh, I only graduated from Washington State University. But anyway, uh, Western is up in Bellingham. So yeah, we went up to Bellingham and saw Daniel Tosh perform at, a was it, the Mount Baker Theater in downtown Bellingham. And he was really great. <laughs> There's not really story to it. Like he he brought his. What do you have? Two little doggies or just one? I can't remember if he had one little doggy or two little doggies. That's such a stand up comedian thing to do, though, to have like a tiny dog that you just bring with you everywhere. That's like a very. That's very, like a a road comedian thing to do. Just bring your little doggy on the road. That sounds. That sounds nice. But, oh, man. That was a, that was a fun night, though. <laughs> I just had, like, a, an inside memory that I just don't share with you guys. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, that was fun. And then I just move on. But, yeah, like, it was it was good. Like, I remember we, like, after the show, on our way back, we, like, we drove in the woods. And we're just, because for some reason, we used to just, we used to just be like, let's just go out and try to get scared, you know? Let's just see what nature, see if nature has anything to offer us. Just get out there and roll the dice. <laughs> like, nothing happened, but there's just no reason. Because it must have been, it must have been like 10 o'clock at night. And we were just driving in the middle of the forest and... I mean, there's a road there, obviously, but we weren't off-roading it. We weren't in the Jeep. But <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. 
my friend Ryan Morgan, every, I, I think everybody has at least one friend who's like a Jeep person, right? You guys all have like a, a Jeep person in your life? Like Ryan Morgan's like a Jeep guy. It's a weird how, because like people become like attached to Jeep. It's like a very, it's like a, it's like, it's very cult. It's like a, a boxing Helena of cars. God, I was trying to remember that. God, I was trying to remember that cult movie I was talking about. The one, the one earlier, you know. All right, <laughs> uh, let's wrap this thing up. Let's uh, let's just wrap it up like we used to. God, I want to start doing this. I gotta start doing this more. This is really taking my mind off all the the news. <laughs> now I'm just gonna post this and just go back on Instagram, see what I miss on, see if Russell Wilson went on Instagram Live again. He he was on yesterday. I was watching it yesterday. I bet Michael Rappaport has probably gone on live again. God, so much good stuff. So much good stuff going on out there. <laughs> it's not all bad news out there in the world today. But, um, yeah. So I hope you're all doing well. Stay safe out there. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Uh, entertain yourself at home. Listen to all the old episodes of A Star is Born to to make it through this quarantine. Uh if you'd like to read, check out my blog, thegoat1.blogspot.com or make sure to buy my books on Amazon. You can get them on Kindle. Um I think one of them is free on Kindle Unlimited. So that's cool. So yeah, get my books, read my blog, listen to all the episodes of Stars Born. Uh, start at the beginning, work your way through the daily evergreen interviews. Oh, those are some good ones. Back when I used to write for the school newspaper at Washington State, the daily evergreen. I was a former reporter, columnist. But yeah, those are some really interesting interviews that like, I just didn't realize at the time how interesting and like how cool it was to get to get to talk to all these different people like I talked to so many different random like business people and like educators and like people that sold seafood and salmon and then like a mountain bike I got like a leader of a mountain bike club I'm just trying to think of some of the people I interviewed a former major league baseball player um a guy a kid a guy uh, another Washington state student who was on he's on the tonight show Jimmy with Jimmy Fallon he was on the tonight show i'm not it sounds like i'm joking but it's i'm actually not joking i'm being serious just scroll down scroll down on the old podcast feed and um yeah just talk to some really interesting people so check it out. And um, yeah, let's just end it like we always do. Then I can finally go take a, go vacate my urine. <laughs> just say it in a 
weird doctor discussing doctor terms. Oh, all right, here we go. <sighs> take a deep breath, baby. Wherever you're at, take a. We're gonna make it through this thing, guys. We're gonna make it. <laughs> We're gonna do it. Yeah, we're gonna make it. Take a breath. <sighs> Closing time. Time for you to go home to the places where you be from. I know who I want to take me home. I know who I want to take me home. I know who I want to take me home. Take me home, home, home. Closing time. Time for you to go home to the places where you belong. Speaking of home, hope you're having fun at home. This man, I mean, I guess everybody's home now. Yeah, this is really the worst time. This is a weird note to <laughs> the worst time for the homeless. The worst time to be a homeless person because everyone keeps talking. They're like, let's everyone go home. Make sure to stay at home. Go, just, so it's this is like a cruel, dark, a dark ending. This is like a an M Night Shyamalan twist. This is a Shyamalan twist to this podcast. <laughs> it just just came out of nowhere. I didn't even this thought just came out of nowhere. But yeah, this is the worst. I'm gonna have to tweet this. This is definitely gonna be a tweet. This is the worst time to be homeless because. Uh, Sounds like a joke. It's kind of a joke. It's kind of not. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's kind of sad. You got nowhere to go. God, that would just I it, just thank thank your lucky stars. Just that's a good note to end it on. Just I I like to remind myself. I try to remind myself every single day to like think like write some stuff down that you're thankful for. Make a list of a gratitude page. A gratitude list. All the things you're thankful for. Family, friends, your bed, your car, your desk, your TV, your calendar, your phone. See, I'm just naming a bunch of food in your, the food in your cupboard, in your refrigerator, your clothes, your shoes, coffee, all that stuff. Everything. See, just saying that made me feel pretty good. Because I'm just like looking around the room right now. It's like you're... You're always, it's hard not to take stuff for granted, but I think like, I think we always have more things than we realize. And, um, yeah, it's like, I never like looking back, I I was talking a lot today about just like old memories, but thinking back, thinking back to growing up, like I was just, I, I bet I took for granted like all the I'm not saying I was like popular or anything. <laughs> I'm not trying to brag about being popular, but I just had like a lot of good friends. Like I was talking about Stephen and Brett and Brian, and um, yeah, like so many other like good friends growing up. But it's hard not to take them for granted because then like it's weird because now we all live like none, of, <laughs> like none of my like you don't live. Nobody lives in L.A. Nobody lives close to me. You know, I don't see. It's 
it's weird. Just you don't see the your old friends anymore. It's just kind of weird. It's kind of it's a sad note to end. <laughs> what a sad note to end. No, but um, it does. It makes like the the reunions a lot more fun. That's for sure. Like it makes the times that you do hang out with each other like super fun. Like we just gotta we gotta party it up, man. Because <laughs> especially if you only see like you you only see them like once a year or something. It's like you gotta. I don't know, it's kind of weird. And then I have, like, I have people that I would consider friends, but then I haven't even seen them since, like, 2012. Like, I haven't seen them for, like, seven, seven, eight years, you know? Like, it's, but I guess you can still be friends. I think you can still be friends with someone that you haven't seen for eight years. I think you could, because you could just pick it up where you left off. You know, you kind of, I think that's how, that's how life works. You kind of just pick it up where you left off. And, um, you you just don't get to see everyone. <laughs> it's, that's like the sad reality of becoming an adult is you no longer see all your old friends. Man, it's so, such a dark ending. First I was talking about the homeless people, not <laughs> the homeless people not having a home. God, that's, that's going to be a tweet though. I'm going to have to write this down. Maybe that's a, that might be a bit, <laughs> the worst, but by the time I, by the time I go out and do stand up again, nobody's going to want to talk about the, the Rona, that Rona still though. I think that's a, it's just an interesting observation. I think it's the worst time to be homeless because everyone's like, stay at home guys so basically for them they're saying like stay in your tent stay in your tents under the bridge just stay stay zipped up guys say zip up but seriously though <laughs> but i think that's like i'll leave you guys i'll leave you on that note of um gratitude and thankfulness and uh like f- physically write stuff down like that's how like you just put it on paper so you can see it like see what you're thankful for and then you can think of more things and write them down and uh it's like, it's pretty exciting it's, it gets me excited cuz it just, it just gets me it like it gets my priorities like reset and just realigned and it gets my like my mind it puts my mind at ease when i just think of all the things that i'm like really lucky to have like I'm just lucky to I, I'm lucky that I've, I've talked a lot about this but like I found because remember like I came to LA I didn't have anywhere to live but then I'm just, I feel really lucky that I found this spot like knock on wood right now <laughs> I'm knocking on wood right now of course but I it's like a good it's all about like the neighborhood it's all about like the your location like i'd rather be in this neighborhood than uh closer to like closer to the action like cuz like i don't know like hollywood's cool but it's definitely a different different speed of living down there <laughs> this uh you just interact with a lot of different characters if you're living in hollywood or anywhere near hollywood or downtown, like downtown LA is crazy too, but up here in Northridge, up here in the Central Valley, 
it's not that bad. I don't know. I've kind of it's kind of grown on me a little bit. It's just you gotta get used to driving. You you drive everywhere far, but it's not that far really. But now it just sounds like I'm trying to justify this for myself. <laughs> I'm not trying to justify. It. I'm just talking about how thankful I am. That's what I was really saying. I'm so thankful for um like literally like for my my landlord. I'm like thankful for my landlord and that like my roommates and like I'm just keep knocking on wood. And just like the fact that yeah, I'm just lucky. I'm just lucky I found a spot. It's a good spot. Or at least it's been a good spot for I like just calling it a spot. For the last uh nine and a half months. God, I can't believe it's been straight up nine and a half months since I moved in here. But yeah. So that's how time goes. Time goes. Time doesn't fly. Time goes. <laughs> it just goes. Um oh my gosh. Alright. I'm not even gonna try to push it to three hours. Cause I'm now I'm looking, I'm like, I could try to push it. I could push it to three hours. <laughs> but let's just alright. So be thankful. Yeah, just be like be thankful. Like straight up, like start with number one, like shelter. Thankful for that's the most important, like f- shelter and food. And then uh, go from there. So there you go. Make your thankful page. And um, I love you. I'm thankful for you. See, that's what I'm. another thing I'm thankful for is you for listening to this podcast, A Star is Born. And I'm thankful that you're sharing it with friends. Uh, tell a friend, family member. And... Um, Let's see, is there anything else? Stay healthy, load up on... I mean, don't load up too much on supplies at the grocery store. It's probably not even anything for you to buy at the grocery store right now. So, figure some stuff out, I guess. (laughs) But yeah, good luck with everything, guys. Good luck. And uh, yeah, I love you. Thank you. All right. Good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.